welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Best Podcast. Good books, bad banter. I'm Tori. And I'm Maddie. And uh, happy to have you have what? <laughs> you just witnessed me have like a live stroke. <laughs> the, like, the fear that was on your face. You were like, oh my God. We're happy to have you back. That's what I was trying to say. Um, and we're talking about book lovers. So... It's going to be a good one. Yes. It's such least. a good book. We both loved it. I super, 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 super loved it. And actually, Same. I had tried reading, I think, Emily Henry's other book, Beach Read. And, like, I didn't like the first, like, 30 pages of it. And mm. this one, I read, or I rather, I, like, read the first 50 and then listened to the rest. Listened to the rest. And I was thoroughly engrossed from the get-go. Yeah. Same. And I think it was because, like, the entire book is about book people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I want this life. <laughs> I know. I want to be Nora. I and know. I related to her so much because she is the older child. Yep. Oh, Very much so. The worst. But um, but I really, really liked it. It was just such a lighthearted read. We hadn't had one of those in a really long time. Agreed. So it was a really refreshing take on on our like list of books mm-hmm. that's for sure i agree um we actually just haven't read a romance like that no because i wouldn't count a court of star uh, frost and starlight like for this month like i wouldn't count that as like a romance no 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 not like a not true romance the last one we did <sighs> dude i don't even know i don't even remember i gotta like pull up our instagram i know our i know it's i know it's recent what was it Oh, was it the fucking Spanish love deception? Um, I think it was the Spanish love deception. God, that might have been it, yeah. Because it was the end of September. Wow, that's been a minute then. Yeah. Or Spanish of- love deception. No, 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 yeah. Yep. Wow, it hasn't been sub- since <laughs> September. Oh my God, you did it to me. I just since September you, that we I just read. gave you a stroke. Oh my God. Something lighthearted. I forgot we needed to like add romance into these. Yeah, we definitely need to do like one lighthearted one a month, I think. Yeah, because we can't be all deep in the feels like we were yet last week. Yeah. That's only sometimes. We can't show them all of our sides. You know what I mean? We just have to like, you know, keep them on their toes. Like, be spontaneous. You tell them. <laughs> Just, just reminds me of like Patrick. He's like, I just like to keep you on your toes. I don't know what you're talking about. SpongeBob. I don't. I know SpongeBob. That's actually a know. very niche like quote. So oh I <laughs> wouldn't God. be surprised if you didn't know it, because I took a I took a BuzzFeed quiz, BuzzFeed quiz on SpongeBob, and it was like 30 questions, right? So it's a lot. Yeah. And it's like the hardest SpongeBob quiz there is. I got 29 out of 30 right. Jesus Christ, Maddie. <laughs> If that gives you any indication of, like, my personality and who I am as a person, I quote Spongebob constantly. Constantly. Hmm. I don't know. Learning if things. If you realize that. But I do. I've definitely noticed you quote them before. Oh, my gosh. What? Okay. Let's what? do three updates. Okay. Three updates. Yes. You're excited, so you go first. <laughs> okay. I found all my missing headphones. Oh, my God. Okay. Where? One was in the back pocket of my passenger side uh seat in my car my really big ones and i'm like why the fuck were they in there i'm convinced it was the fucking fake because they hide things the fake i'm convinced because <laughs> i was deep in like witchy talk when the both of them disappeared and the other one was underneath the red bull can maybe it was in my Aaron side fucking, door like fucking around no maybe it was a homeless man and he was like, you know what? I can't just take broken these. broken my car in front yeah, of just, me. No, yeah, he just broke in just to sleep. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to take anything. I'll just hide shit. Oh, my God. She's crazy. But Aaron was like, you need to clean your car more. I'm like, I don't know who or why they would have been put in those places, though. Because anytime I have my headphones, they're in, like, my console on well, my Well, maybe you had it and it fell dash. out. But who would have put my headphone underneath the Red Bull if it just fell on the ground? Like, that's so random to, like, lift up the can, put it in there, and then hide it. And then, also, my big headphones I wear at the gym or Mm -hmm. at work, and so why would they have gotten out of my 
work bag and put in the back of my seat. Like, it just didn't make sense why they ended up where they did. But I was so happy when I found them today. I was literally like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the thing is, is, like, you know, it's the thought and the amnesia that you feel like you have because you're like, I had to have done this somehow. Yeah. And you're like, I don't remember even, like, remotely putting them in these places because I know I am a creature of habit. habit. Yes. So, like, if I don't put something in its place before i'm like it wasn't me and then there are times where like do you ever tell yourself i don't know if this is neurotic or not do you ever tell yourself you're like i'm gonna remember where i put oh this. everybody <laughs> does that i'm gonna remember this because it's gonna be the best hiding spot ever and then you forget you forget and it's a better hiding spot because you even tricked yourself because that happened like, fuck i really hit it well <laughs> bro in college i hid my bike lock key for some reason I think because my roommate wouldn't stop taking my bike and I needed it. Okay. And I hid it underneath a picture frame and I looked under that picture frame. I swear to fucking God on my life because it was right by my bed and I looked under it multiple times and I couldn't find the key. And then one day I was cleaning and there it fucking was. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I swear to God. I bet you she was like, fuck you in this key. And like, (laughs) (laughs) ruined your room. Maybe. But I literally had to have my friend's boyfriend cut my bike lock off my bike because i needed it i couldn't find the lock or the key anywhere yeah that was definitely your roommate i don't know man but was she malicious Mm, a little bit i don't know kind of we got into tiffs at the end Uh, gotcha but um makes sense so i found that stuff and i'm very happy because i was listening to one earphone in one ear all day i know day. it was trying me i fucking know insane. every time i see you you have like half the beat like in your head yeah it's like, so annoying i don't know how you survive it was so annoying but and let's see what else do i have that um, was just one update yeah I kind of, we kind of went off on it. Um, we have your Christmas party this weekend, which I'm really excited uh-huh, for. From my work Christmas party. And hoping it's not lame. It, it won't be. It'll be cool. The hotel I looked it up on Instagram is nice. so cute. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's really gonna be like good time. it's very much your vibe. So yeah, it's 100. Like, we could literally go out and drink afterwards too if we really felt like it. Just go to their bar at the, like the hotel. And be like hello. Or literally go to like Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. See the vibes. We'll see the vibes um and then what else um, 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 um it was thanksgiving this last week i didn't really do anything crazy i had to work so that oh, yeah. blew yeah but yeah that's my updates what about you uh i spent thanksgiving here in austin um that was really nice um, you were with your aunt right yeah it was in my, my aunt and their family and stuff so that was really really nice to see them um it's been a while since i'd been over there um and then Saturday, I got to see my sister. Well, I saw her on Friday, but, like, Saturday we had another Thanksgiving dinner, so that way she could have been included in all of it. And then, um, so we actually had, like, more traditional foods and stuff, which is mm. good. And then we we worked on a puzzle. My family are not puzzle people, okay? Never, like, in our life. And my sister's like, let's do a puzzle. It's like a thousand-piece puzzle, which is not a lot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, she picked a puzzle with nothing but the same colors. Like, the entire thing is, like, a nighttime Christmas scene. Like, Mm -hmm. and there's ice on half of it, and all the ice is the same color. So, you have, like, 20 puzzle pieces that are the exact same shade of blue. And you're like, I don't fucking know where any of these go. And then it's, like, painted trees. So you can't tell, like, oh. where the trees go all in the back. And then it's all purple is the sky. Like, wh- what kind of fucking, like, shittery shit is that <laughs> for a fucking puzzle? Like, how maniacal is that? They're just like, you know what? We're going to make them all the same fucking color. I bought. Oh, a, my God. A, we didn't finish it. A dawn, like, gradient sunrise one. And that's the same thing. It's, like, uh-huh. so hard because the color changes so like minimally from so like, soft yeah so it's kind of like that no this one was literally like that like the sky is changing from like a very bright like yellow white to like a pink to a purple blue mm-hmm. and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> why and then the trees are all this exact same yeah 
I'm like, I hate this. Also, one of the dogs ate one of the pieces, so there's one missing somewhere. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> and my mom, she tried to, like, she did the whole bottom, like, border mm-hmm. of the puzzle. And it was so funny because she, like... <laughs> She's like, okay, I did it. Like, look, I did all this. Because like I said, my mom is not a puzzle person. Come to find out the whole fucking thing is wrong. And it took (laughs) us 30 minutes to like rearrange all of the puzzle pieces because I was like, mom, what the fuck were you doing in the corner? Like, were you just putting the pieces and you were like, (laughs) just like shoving them in? So yeah, that was a, it was a fun time. We didn't finish and they said that's going to be there until Christmas. So have fun at christmas yeah what so are your other updates that's it all three yeah oh because i was at my aunt's and then i was here and then and then you did a puzzle and then we did a puzzle and then i mean we're gonna put up the christmas tree after we get done with this oh nice all i need christmas to do mine too i'm gonna sneeze no I, no I don't no i don't it's gone no it's there <laughs> <laughs> it's like that worst season whenever you become conscious of your sneeze mm-hmm. and you're like fuck and it goes away mm-hmm. so anyways <coughs> okay right. so ratings five i say 4.75 i was gonna say 4.9 but i didn't want to be irritating <laughs> 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 but i was thinking about my rating earlier i'm like 4.8 4.9 i'm just gonna say five because i don't want to be a douche canoe <laughs> word <laughs> a douche canoe my i had never heard of it until you had said that yeah douche canoe i don't know where i picked that up but i don't know either but please keep it um i said 4.75 if we're gonna do quarter marks or whatever okay so i think it was I just like one or two that things then. that yes. i was just like okay i can't do this yes okay one of those things was in the bar when she trips. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. This is happens in every fucking romance novel where they trip into somebody. Uh, yeah. It drives me fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, totally. I'm like, if you bump into someone, sure. That's normal. Right. Especially at a bar. But you don't fucking trip that much. That's true. Yeah. So if you don't it know, is. like, the premise of Book Lovers, essentially it's like, Nora Stevens is a literary agent. Yeah. And she's like really, really good at her job. In like New York City. she's just yes, in New York City and she's very good at her job. People call her like the shark essentially because she is just cutthroat on like what she like provides for her clients mm-hmm. and her um authors and like wants always the best for them. But she just like does not cut corners. She's very much like no, this is how it's going to be. This mm-hmm. is how it is. And then she is also a workaholic because she loves her job so much mm-hmm. that she is like, I'm never going to like let down my authors that I like help yeah. and get their books to sell. <clears throat> and, and her so sister lives in the city with her. She does. And she has three kids. Well, two kids. And then one is cooking, yes. essentially. And um, they end up going on like a little vacation together to this like small little town in North Carolina to get away because they both kind of need a break from things and whatnot um and yeah so that kind of story takes off um at that little small town because she ends up meeting her like arch nemesis from new york from new york who is an editor also but the reason why that they're not friends is because at the very beginning of the book which is two years prior yeah two years prior um she's trying to sell this book idea or pitch this book idea to the editor who is um Charlie Estera. Estera? Isn't that his last name? No. What is his last name? Laugh, like, Lastra. Lastra. That's what it is. Mona! Mommy, come here. Mommy. Oh, sorry. Don't, I know you like it and you, it's warm. So, yeah, she gets into it with Lastra. Charlie Lastra. What did you I'm say? Estera. Oh, I thought you said Estrada. No. Estera. I was, I was like, one letter what? off, okay? Chill. I was like, who the heck is that? It sounds like a S- Star Trek mm, name. Estera. Yeah. Anyways, um, she's trying to pitch that idea to Charlie Estera. Uh, Listera. God, Lastra. <laughs> God! Lastra. <laughs> and um, he basically turns it down because he says it's not her best work it's not the author's best work because they've read other things and she's like he could do better or whatever and she's like no i think this is great and it ends up being that it was actually great 
So um, they, two years into the future, <laughs> Mona's sassy today. Um, two years into the future, they end up running into each other, I think, over at... a small town. At that small town. And so where that's the where book the, is based. Where the, yeah, the book that he denied um, two years prior, that's where that book is, like, based off of. So, yeah. Okay. And that is how the story kind of goes on. And like I said, no. I loved her. Like, one thing I do want to say that's just general thing yeah her writing was really really good i freaking agree her banter was like top so good top 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 notch because i was snickering like i would like they were just back and forth and charlie's comebacks no they had such good and intelligent for the most part banter oh yeah like sometimes they would say shit and i'd be like shut the fuck up but but that wasn't the whole book yes yeah most of the book i was like okay yeah, I can do this. Yes. I loved that it was a 32-year-old. Yeah, I love that she was 5'11". Yes. Not petite, tiny, baby frame bone bitch. Yes. <laughs> and I love that she was so in charge of her life. Yes, that and she's that successful. her and her sister's relationship was so one of the main things. It's not mm-hmm. all about the love story. No. Of the, the I would say, yeah, like the whole, I would say the whole book really is like, concentrated on her and her sister trying to rekindle their relationship and figure out like why they're kind of they're feeling like they're separating yeah. or like, distancing themselves and then having charlie come in he really only comes in like in the middle of the book almost like or a good third way through like mm-hmm. he you see him at the very beginning of the spotlight and then he doesn't even come in until later yeah and that you're right i really actually liked that too like the interweaving both of those stories was really really good and really great. Like for a minute, I was afraid Charlie wasn't going to be in it anymore. I was like, I thought he Wait was just a minute. yeah. He's I just thought he was just like gone. a like a popping character. Like I thought maybe it was just like a setup for like who she is and like mm. whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was like two years later, and then he like didn't show up for a minute, and I was like, what the, what hell? the hell? Okay, so but yeah, I really really liked a lot of like the structural things and then her writing. So it makes me want to give. People we meet on vacation and beach read another try. Yes, I definitely want to read her other books. So we'll probably be on the the pod schedule at some point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But either way. Okay, so do you want to get into spoilers now? Yes. Okay. So as you know, first 15, 20 minutes of every episode is spoiler free. But now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the story. So if you want to hop off and go read this book and then join us back once you have, that would be cool. Or stay here. We're not your mom's. We don't give a shit what you do. Yeah, we're not uh, Nora. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, essentially. That was another one of the things that bugged me is how much she wanted to, like, control her sister's life. Mm-hmm. And she did it in the, under the guise of, like, protectiveness and stuff. But I was like, mm-hmm. girl. I think it was it's just trauma. Oh, 100%. Like, I think she when her mom died, she tried to fill in every single got like gap of being a mom yeah and i guess for libby especially because whenever they're talking about it libby's still in high school Mm -hmm. so she's young like to have lost her mom pretty you know fairly young and um i didn't figure out their age gap i'm assuming maybe like three years i was thinking yeah because like she's got she's already had two kids and she's working on her third Mm mm-hmm or cooking her third, so I would no. Assume. She, but how long have her and her husband been together? Because they fell in love at twenty. I know that, and I think they got married pretty quick. Yeah, and then they ended up having the baby right after, the first one. Yeah, I don't remember, I don't but um, I was like, it has to be at least like a minimum of three years, I would think. Not minimum, yeah. a max of three years. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. but um, one of the things that like knocked this book from being like a complete five was the word sissy oh really i could not get over it like i could not get over the fact that she like kept calling her sissy and i was like bro my sister and i literally call each other sissy (laughs) that's literally all she's called me since she was a baby though like she's never called me my name once cameron called me sister for a long time sister like Mm. until i think we were like maybe 10 or i was 10 and then she stopped oh um or maybe when she was 10 then she stopped because i was about like, like even my mom calls me sissy sometimes oh absolutely no yeah 
um, we call each other sis. Cameron and I call her sis, but I call um, her Cam most of the time. It's like, like kind of another nickname for me. Like, gotcha. Fully. Sissy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get that. I literally forget that people call me that. And by people, I mean my sister and my mother. Right. Like family. Yeah. And I was like, uh. it wasn't like the worst thing ever, but I was just like, it could have been worse if they like really overdid it. I don't. I, I don't feel like I really even registered it. So I registered it a lot, but I think because I was focusing on it. Yeah, sort of thing. But because you that is that's such a common for, for you, me, right? Then, yeah. If that's common for you, then it's not gonna like. See, that's be so awkward. funny because I actually love when my sister calls me sissy or my mom because it was like so endearing when she was little. Yeah. Because she, I, I don't think she like Cameron. We just call each other Maddie. Or she calls me Maddie. <laughs> we call each other Maddie. <laughs> uh, I just call her Cam. I call her Camelot because yeah. her name's Cameron. So I'm like, Cam. I bounce around with what I call my sister. Or I call her Kama. Kama. <laughs> Maddie, Madison. Maddie Moo was another nickname for her growing up. And then uh, now I call her Sissy being older. Cause this is so terrible. But like whenever I was growing up, and even now, they still do it. But they call me Maddie Patty. Like, but they say... <laughs> Why is that horrible? No, because there's something else to it. And I don't want to say it. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm about to out my sister, but I'm also about to embarrass me. Maddie like. Patty with the fatty? No. Oh. <laughs> That's what I would call you because you got a fat ass. <laughs> Tell me that's not a good nickname. <laughs> no. They call me. This is so childish, but it's going to make me laugh so hard. They call me Maddie Patty Poo Poo Head. <laughs> what the literal shit? What the fuck? That is not a good nickname. Why would they call you that? It doesn't even make sense. Oh my god. What the fuck? I was bullied as a child. <laughs> oh my Christ. I just want to have a complex. Oh my god! <laughs> but like sometimes I'll say it, I'll be like, "Yeah." <laughs> I just answer to it. I think it's out of habit. Oh, oh my god! god. <sighs> Anyways, beyond that was so funny. <laughs> I knew I was gonna out. God. So, anyways, um. back to back to the book, and not about nicknames. Oh, God, that was a freaking hilarious. I'm, like, crying. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, uh, where are we even at? Well, we were, I was just talking about one of the things that, like, knocked the book down, which, oh, really, yeah. which is, like, the word sissy, but that's a personal thing. And it obviously didn't take away enough from the book for me to not give it, like, almost five stars. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was a few things that, like, bugged me but not to the point where i can like even remember them i think it was just like a little bit of banter sounded like childish and i was like what the fuck no yeah one would say that and then i feel like um, this book was just so mature it was i think it was her like constant love. like self-deprecation and her thinking was kind of a lot too irritating yeah because yeah. like even though I'm not, like, happy with some of my things that I do, I don't, like, constantly think about it like she does. But obviously she was, like, mm-hmm. supposed to be a type A, like, overthinker right. person, neurotic a little bit, so. Right. Um, But I did like how – I just love how she put her career first. Yeah. And I love that she was always there, like, for – dusty the the author the author and i just i kind of was uh, irritated with dusty i was like bro For stop real. being like a baby like like a fucking whiny bitch i like, know just, just do what you're doing right because obviously you have a good movie that's out and it's even dropped in there that like the movie or the movie the book is becoming into a movie yeah and i'm like i know i was like can you chill i was like how old are you it was very interesting that she based her book off of Nora. Nora, I was like, damn. I know. I would honestly, like, her reaction, I would have had the same reaction if I were her. I would have been like, holy fuck, this is what people think of me? Yeah, like, I think so, too. And she's like, you know, Nora acknowledges the fact that she is type A, that she is controlling. But I think her seeing it in the way that, like, <laughs> no- what Dusty. is it, Nadine? Yeah, oh, yeah. Nadine was like... 
pretending or thinking about fight firing that one pregnant woman pregnant yeah. woman because she's like that she's was a little, little intense. I was like that's a lot that's a, like kind of cutthroat and I don't think Nora's that cutthroat no I don't think so either so I think to see those things I'd be like holy fuck man this like, is what people think this, of yeah me. and so I think I would have the same reaction as no Nora I think would. her reaction was 100% warranted yeah um yeah 100% but I love that Charlie immediately was like, you need to chill. Like, it's not. He's she doesn't like, think you're so this cute. intense. Like, Right. He's like, and I like intense. I like sharks. Yes. I. Oh, Charlie is a book boyfriend. 100%. Charlie, like, I he came out of the blue. Uh, literally smacked me upside the head. And I was like, oh, okay. I like Charlie. Bro, Lestra. the flirting at the bar was so, so good. good so good it's just so <laughs> satisfying like everything was so ch- like everything my, was checked off yes my favorite part is when they like are like kind of drunk and like leaning into each other and her legs are that like the fucking chemistry it. between I was like, <laughs> the tension i'm like god fucking damn the staring the looks the like hand brushing i was like oh my god i'm gonna slide off my seat it was good it was so, so good. good. It was like the uplifting book I needed. Uh, yes. I just love how much he loves her for who she is. is. She like he not never some was like idyllic yeah. like version of her. I don't know why, but I just felt like this love story was just so realistic. Like it was very much yes. on the nose of like how relationships would be in real life yeah like i, I could see that as being like somebody like one of us like one of our close friends experiencing like later in life mm-hmm. like it like it was that believable somebody i was reading reviews um and this is one of the one that i picked for later but it was like everything in a hallmark movie that you love but also like nothing in the hallmark movies that you hate yeah i think and i, I saw like, that too oh, that's so good yeah because yeah, i was like yeah absolutely no, I, I feel like that. it was super organic because they like had they knew each other previously. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a random person and they knew they had similar interests from the get go, which mm-hmm. like I feel like immediately is a green flag is when you have similar interests. Right. And, you know, when Libby was talking and telling her that she needs to get out of her shell and like stop dating men who are like her. Yeah. And then she ends up with a guy who is exactly like her. Right. And I also liked the fact that she was older and he was older, too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like an older sibling to a younger sibling because my good friend Allie has it like in her head and is convinced. And apparently there's research behind it, too. But like older siblings... Like, if you're an older sibling, you cannot date another older sibling. Really? Yes. Like, the dynamic doesn't work. And so, like, if you're, like, a middle child and an older sibling, that's fine. But a middle child and a younger sibling, that's fine. But you can't be both middle children in the family. What? I don't know. I need to Google this. There is research behind it. And I think it's because of the responsibility that you were given in your family. You are not competing for the same, like unsaid role in your relationship and so i think that's the reason as to why interesting because karen is the youngest and i'm the oldest so there you go huh i dated whenever i dated adam um i was the oldest he was the youngest Hmm. so i thought that it definitely took that that. like theory it took that theory like most people like like i said ali swears by it but it took that theory and turned it on to the top of its head. Of course, this is just a book, but I yeah. like that the, the fact that they were both older siblings and that they both were like established in their careers. They were like, he almost married a gr- another girl. Yeah, it gave they've me, lived like, full lives before right. each other, which is awesome. I think it gives you hope, also, like even for us, because I think even the generations as they continue, people are getting married older. Late, and older. Yes, married later and later. Mm-hmm. And people are waiting. And then at the same time, some people are and some people aren't. And sometimes people have lived other lives in their 20s mm-hmm. that they either, like, it was a part of them. And it's, like, obviously good to acknowledge what was in the past, but never to, like, hold on to it and bring it with you. You know what I mean? Does it make sense? Like, it's always good, like, to, like, obviously morph from your past. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I left my past 
like i was 26 i was stupid and stuff that's not the same person who i am now at 32 yeah you know what i mean so it's also good to remember that like people can change in some ways they don't change exactly who they are but like their maturity level and like their priorities and stuff but i also liked that there was like two opposites in this where like she waited and wasn't married yet yes like and he had tried but no and then i like that her sister got married young and that they're like she still like loves their relationship and like didn't be like you should have waited like oh yeah she was still supportive yeah of her sister's relationship even though they got together so young right and then um i it was even like the sister his charlie's sister was like that too very like off yeah going she i mean she was in italy as a painter and then Mm -hmm. ended up eloping with her boyfriend and not coming back Mm -hmm. like that is so free-spirited i love that the mom was free-spirited too Mm -hmm. i love the way nora describes her mom Mm -hmm. like but she definitely also like libby said like she only remembered it and uh, didn't remember that like her mom made mistakes too yes because libby was like you are you kidding right now like i'm not saying mom wasn't a good parent but there were times that she wasn't she didn't know what else to do Mm -hmm. and she she unfortunately like made you like a co-parent yeah essentially and like told them too much and like Mm -hmm. yeah and I totally get that. I mean, I think, like, whenever you're in those relationships and those, like, obviously situations and stuff, maybe that line does get blurred. Because as an older sibling, I feel like you feel like you need to step up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, your mom obviously, like, appreciate or your one single parent probably already appreciates you doing that. So then they, like, become okay with giving you some responsibility. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, I, I totally get like, it. Get- I don't think it's right, but I think yeah. that's how it happens. 100%. I mean, I feel like I have a little bit of that dynamic with my little sister. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, I think everybody mom. does. I have that. I had that with my little sister for so long. I yeah. mean, like, when she's here and stuff, like, I feel very responsible for her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I have to be, like, mom. Like, she's not going to pay for a meal. Like, she's not going to do this or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Just because I feel responsible for doing that. Mona's on the on the computer and she's very happy, and I don't want to move her, but I'm hoping that she doesn't, she doesn't ruin anything. Oh, maybe she's so light that she just will. She is a tiny little baby. Oh my gosh, Aww. she's so our third co-host, honestly, because she, she always sits out here with us. She does. She'll come Every out episode, she's like, she comes out here. Anna, she's like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Mona has always, yeah, Mona has always been a very social cat. She's never like ran away and hide, hid. Look at her little tail wrapping around the blanket. I know. She's an if angel. You, if you put your foot there, she might, she might wrap around my toe. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, so oh. oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Mooney. Sorry. Come here. She almost fucked shit up. <laughs> we fixed it, though. Oh, sad girl. <laughs> She's so sad. She's like, I'm sleepy. Um, it's warm. What were you going to say? Um, The date that she went on with the local dude, Blake, or whatever. That was fucking funny. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. <laughs> you don't know how to like, cook How trout? tall are you? She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't know how to cook this? Or this? You don't know this? how to cook. And I just really like, don't cook. Yeah. And she's like, like, I really don't cook. He's like, not even salmon? <laughs> and kept going. I was like, dude. And what? I love that Charlie thought it was so funny. Like, he wasn't like he was a jealous like, man. Yeah. I know. And then he just got drunk with her afterwards and got her away and took her to dinner. And then they skinny dipped and made out. Their makeout sessions were so fucking hot. Especially the first oh one on the porch. Oh, my God. <sighs> in the rain yeah yes and then she's like i'm gonna skinny dip and he's like you're gonna he's like great the bacterial infection (laughs) great for that and he she's like you're not gonna swim and he's like no why would i swim in the toxic waste and then he's like well you're not a local or whatever but anyways yeah it was so cute uh so hot i just can't get over their sexual chemistry (laughs) so hot killing me and then how they were both like, okay, so we're into each other, but like we, we know can't. this can't happen, but also who cares? 
And then when she's working in the bookshop and she's finally like, I fucking want you. Yes. I liked that she didn't wait until like the very end to decide that she wanted him. She was like, fuck it. We're going to do it. Like, I want this. I want you. I want this to happen. Yeah. And he's like, are you sure? Fully were into it. Both Mm -hmm. of them. There was no like, but does he like me? But does she like me? But does he like me? Yeah. Does she like me? Oh my God. Yeah. The like miscommunication but also not there was no miscommunication in this book and i fucking loved it i know wow i loved it so much i was thinking about that today i was like this all romance and authors please take notes seriously i get that it has to happen in like every once in a while or whatever mm-hmm. and in some books but goddamn, it's every fucking book to the point where i'm like okay just prepare yourself mentally it's gonna have a stupid fucking miscommunication moment I know, you're like, legit, like, just say, like, I don't want to go back to New York. And he literally says that. He's like, I'm not going back to New York. Like, this is why things can't work out. This Mm -hmm. is, like, why I... And I liked how Charlie was like, I want this. I love you. And I love who we are together. But the reason why we're not going to work out is because I know you thrive in New York. Yeah. and I he know. wouldn't ask her to do that. No, he's like, I like too much to do that. And they both knew that it wouldn't work if she stayed there. Because neither of them right. wanted to be there. And that's what I liked, I think, the most is that neither of them kid themselves. Kid themselves. No, they're so, they, they were like, understand what they want. and They they understand, like, each other. So much mm-hmm. to the point that they were like, you are not going to survive here in Sunshine Falls. It was such a healthy breakup. I was, like, devastated. You're like, I could never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Shit. I was not meaning to call you out. <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I didn't have a healthy breakup either. I've never had a good breakup, so honestly, can't relate. Breakups are never like honestly. Good. I feel like healthier ones might be more difficult for me as a person because I'd be like, I still love them. Wait, I don't want to break up. <laughs> like, why are we if breaking it's up again? Tumultuous. Then you're like. Fuck you! Never speak to me again. And then I happily move on immediately. (laughs) Right. Like, I let it go. That's true. I mean, I always, and I continue to always say this, being angry is a lot easier to let go of somebody than being upset and sad. Yeah, 100%. fuck you. And maybe that's a toxic trait of mine, but I am okay with that. If it is... I'm part of your club. <laughs> We're in the douche canoe together. <laughs> I feel like it's the Pisces in me. The Pisces in you? Yeah, because it's we, the like, Virgo in me. And then as soon as like we decide we're done with you, it's like I feel fuck like you. this is gonna be so meta, but I feel like we're sisters on the zodiac signs because <laughs> we're six months apart. Oh, I mean, you always say Virgos and Pisces are supposed to be best friends. Yeah, they get along really, really well. I mean, we typically. do, so it makes sense. Um, and you're almost six months older than me. Or, like, a year and six months. Wait, you were born in 95. I'm 27, yeah. I'm 95. Then six months, almost, like, to the day. You're two days off. Oh, yeah. We are two days off. Mm-hmm. Well, and you and my sister are born a day apart. Well, a day and some, and, like. A few years, yeah. 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 Like, yours is she's, on the 10th. She's on the 9th. I'm on the 9th. You're on the 9th. She's on the 10th. <laughs> what? I can't believe you got your sisters wrong. Well, I'm sorry. You're both named Maddie. And, I, and then your birthdays are the same. I, I had it in my head correctly. That's fucking you weird, jackass. Dude. That's fucking weird. I didn't. Re- I forgot that her birthday was literally the day after mine. So she's a Virgo, too. She's a Virgo. So it makes sense. Yes. Wow. And Virgos and Cancer are supposed to get along really well because Cameron's a Cancer. And I can say When is Cameron born? June 27th. Oh. And uh, I can say with full confidence that uh, that is half true. <laughs> half true. <laughs> we did not like each other when we were growing up. But that's a sister thing. No, we didn't like each other. No, I mean, me and my sister fought all the fucking time. No. I would say in the past three years, Cameron and I have gotten a lot closer. Mm. I guess, yeah, I shouldn't say that. My sister and I have always been tight. We just, like, fought like sisters do. You no. know, like, don't fucking hang out with me and my friends when they're over. And you can't come in my room. Yeah. Don't touch my shit. And she then, was notorious for selling my fucking clothes, bro. Really? So bad. The thing is that Cameron was so fucking tiny petite. She couldn't fit into any of my clothes. Mm. And I couldn't fit into any of hers. Because I was large and in charge. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyways back to this book yeah um 
I liked Libby as a as a supporting character. I did too. I think she was really great. I think she was the I perfect wing was, woman. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking hilarious. She was so funny and like pushed her sister. And I feel like she was also so realistic. Like no characters was, in this book felt unrealistic. To no. Me. And she was happy go lucky, but she wasn't like overly like cheerful. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like she wasn't cheesily. Yes. constructed which i really like that and i just liked that she like bounced from job to job like was kind of one of those like wanders you know yeah i just didn't know what she wanted to do because she like wanted to be a carpenter and she wanted to be a hairstylist mm-hmm. and then she wanted to paint and you know yeah and i think that's also indicative of a lot of people right now like i feel like that right now in my life people i feel like everyone and i feel like a lot people of people feel most like people. restless like that well i feel like a lot of people end up changing especially in their 20s like their jobs and stuff like my mom my mom definitely is an outlier in that my mom has been in the same industry for the past 30 years but my dad has not you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so to see that in a book was really nice just like the representation and the nod that it's okay to not know what you like to do what you do like to do yeah and i liked the um honesty her sister like, at first, obviously, her sister didn't tell her she was moving and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. at the end, she was like, we're moving. And I'm like, I wanted you to stay, but it's okay that you don't because I know that you won't be happy here. And, like, I was poor in New York, but I'll be rich here. I mean, so, she's like, right. I know. Which, like, yeah. I, f- I don't know. I feel like Especially it was- for, like, her growing family. Like, she was just going to be way happier. And honestly, I think another thing for me... Like, it was, guess, I thought it was a big deal how they made it such a big deal of her leaving, like, New York. Oh, you liked like, that or you didn't like I it? I didn't. Because I was like, okay, like, it's not like you're never going to see her again. Okay, I agree with but that. But I totally get, like, not wanting to feel lonely in the city and stuff and losing, like, you know, one of the only remaining families that you have, or piece of family. The only remaining family member. Yeah. That you so have. Like, that is a big deal. But like, it is, but I felt like it was kind of a lot. They're like, oh, we have to do all the last things in the last minute, like, stuff before I leave. And I was like, she's not, like, leaving the country. Like, I'd be more, like, she's literally just going, like, four states down. Yeah. <laughs> to North Carolina. And I guess because Nora doesn't travel very much, but at the same time, or doesn't like to travel, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was that necessary to be uh, as dramatic, you know, mm-hmm. for me. And then, like, when her sister calls her eight minutes later, <laughs> you're like, tell me, um, I've missed you. I was just wanting to call you. And she's like, Nora's, like, literally still crying. Like, they had just left. Oh, yeah. Each other. And she's like, she's like, I just saw you. She's like, I don't care. Just tell me. Like, I thought it was cute. But I also, I'm like, okay, that's a little excessive. Mm. I love that her present was fucking Charlie. I know. <laughs> I literally was like tearing up like oh my god sitting in my desk at work like like literal tears forming in my eyes i I want this to kind of be like a movie i think this would be such a cute movie such a good movie such a good rom-com and i'm not really a rom-com girl i will tell you that no i like i love the proposal and this kind of gave me a little bit of proposal (gasps) vibes the proposal is so good yes that's probably the only rom-com that i'm like yeah where they do comedy, right? Yes. And, like, their romance is not over the top. And no. Yes. Yeah. It just gave me, like, those balanced vibes. Yeah, I liked that. But, um. I hope they make this a movie. Oh, my God. It would be so good. Can we talk about the sex scene? Yes. It's so good. <laughs> it was so good. Bro, because uh, you know why? Because they didn't talk about her pussy being a wet folds. <laughs> Bro. Because that I just will never get over. I know. Oh. I've been listening to a lot of like smutty books too. A vagina deserves more than that. I know. Than wet folds. It's a beautiful paradise. Don't call it a fucking fold. <laughs> it literally makes me think of the fold in Shadow and Blow, which is <laughs> terrifying. And it has people eating monsters. <laughs> like what the shit? <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god, your butt fold and it's gonna <laughs> murder me. <laughs> my 
pussy's a bull crow. Watch out. <laughs> that shit eats. Rip you apart. <laughs> she, she hunts. She hungry. She hungry. She hunts in the dark. <laughs> Better watch out. Oh, oh my God. Jesus. That is too funny. But no, for real. Like, ugh. And it was just like, sometimes I get a little cringed out, like, in some of the sex scenes just because of the descriptions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did not feel that. No, I agree. I was like, ooh. We're getting hot and spicy in here. I should not be reading this at work. <laughs> I know. Anytime I listen I like, to a sex scene at work, I'm like, uh, 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 what? Thank God nobody can listen to it. Yeah, anything. for real. But and I like that they, like, had a second round that was, like, more, like, sensual. S- yeah, sweet. I was like, after they talked. Mm-hmm. I just love that. I just love everything. It everything. I loved it all. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to daydream about Charlie for the rest of my life. Charlie Lastra. I. Oh, my God. And it was so endearing and so cute. He was, like, when they were talking, I think, at the bar. And he was like, "How soon did you meet your, at like, um, agency goals?" Oh yeah, eight, eight months. months. And he was like, yeah, "Of course, course you did." did. I, I know. know. Like, like he just is literally the like legitimate equal like equalization of at a girl like to me. <laughs> like just that he like wasn't surprised by her. Like he's so reaching proud. her goals and like he's just so proud of her. Like I just love it. And then he was like. Yeah, she said that men are really insecure of tall girls. He's like, what's wrong with tall girls? Yes. He just loved everything about her so much. He was so obsessed, and that's what a man needs to be. And she's like, well, I'm as tall as you. Okay. Like, he was just so... So secure. Yes, so secure. Yes. Oh, I thought it was a big plot twist that uh, Shepard was the cousin. I didn't think it was like a big... Oh, I mean, like a plot. It was a plot twist, but I was like, did not expect that. I didn't expect it, but I was—I didn't think it was like meh. I was like, oh, well, that's it. I thought that was so funny. Shepard found her and she had just thrown up her guts. I know. I've <laughs> been like, there, though. Fair. So. <laughs> that Fair. was relatable as shit. I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, y'all. <laughs> been there, done that, sis. Did I ever tell you? Okay, story time. None of the story. When I was in college... At A&M, they had this thing called the big event where you go out and you sign up, especially like if you're in like in an organization, you sign up as a like group together and then um, you go out into the community and you're assigned somebody who like needs help, like somebody who's like needing yard work done or to go pay to fence or whatever. So basically just community service. Right. Mm-hmm. And typically like you get a meal and stuff from the family afterwards and you hang out. It's a fun time. So, the night before the big event, my roommate um, had gotten her ring. And if you don't know, like, ring day over at AM, like, that's a big deal. So, usually you have a party and then you go out. Well, that's exactly what we had done. We had gone out. We had chain-smoked fucking hookah. And the hookah had alcohol in it. And that's how you get... What? Yes. If you smoke alcohol you get drunk two times three times faster because it's like inhaling into your like bloodstream instead of being processed by like metabolized by your body yeah so literally melanie and i were like chain smoking this fucking like hookah bar and we were literally like going back and forth back and forth back and forth and like they're like guys calm down this shit has alcohol in it and we're like what and like as they said that it hit us both oh my god i think that's probably one of the top five play- like times i have ever been drunk off my ass and just not in a good way I've literally never so we finally that. get home and the next day we have the big event and we're doing it with our like woman organization we're supposed to be there at nine o'clock at the site to somebody's like house we don't get there until 11 a.m and i told them we got lost <laughs> trying to get imprint of the like x on her hand from the bars because she wasn't like 21 yet so she still had the x's and it was plastered onto her face oh girl it was it was a lot oh girl i definitely showed up to weddings uh hungover with 
the six dollar wristbands on from the night before in college love that yeah were you main shooter or second shooter? no i was just assisting so like i didn't even shoot at all oh okay well then that's fair yeah but It'd still be different if you were like the main photographer i'd show up looking rough yeah we l- showed up looking rough too and then i did all the manual labor while melanie uh fed carrots to the horses nice so anyways <laughs> we'll never let her live that down but uh that is one story that i just really related to nora on that on that level of humiliation <laughs> yup 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 oh my gosh i was gonna say something and now i forgot and i'm s- <clears throat> oh well we'll move on because okay. i can't remember <sighs> but yeah i think essentially this book was just fantastic well, yeah that obviously <laughs> but um i think it just gave everything that we needed in a book right now just wanted yeah true because it gave us everything like no there was no cheesy tropes there was no cheesy dialogue there's no cheesy banter or miscommunication like nothing was frustrating about this book yeah and i also liked that it was established that she didn't want kids right away mm-hmm. and it stayed and then that it way kept, i was about to say it i was like stayed yes. that way she didn't change when she found the right man and blah 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 and like okay to be fair we're not hating on people who do change their mind whenever they find the right one by all means do it yeah but we do hate whenever like people are pretty adamant about not having kids and they're like okay yeah right we're gonna have that and that it's like always happens when it's not realistic like because there's a lot of couples who don't have kids and are perfectly fine without having kids yes yeah you know and that and she talks about how she loves her nieces to death Mm -hmm. like and i love that i know she likes kids she just doesn't want her own and i'm like vibes vibes so many vibes same because unfortunately i think i will be the person who has kids because i want i do want kids like yeah i've told you that before too and my sister told me the other day she's like so i'm ready to be an aunt and i was like well you're just gonna have to fucking wait yeah we got time for that babe i was like uh maybe you'll be an aunt whenever you're like 28 and i'm fuck 32 shit that's normal 33 i don't want to think about that I don't want to, that's like a long time, but also not. <laughs> well, let's not think about it because it'll make me panic. It'll make me sad. Okay. Literally. Okay. Me and Rachel the other night being like, we don't want to grow old. We just want to die. die. <laughs> Literally. Like at 65, we just want to take a bunch of drugs and die. And Literally. Like, yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't, I can't handle growing old, man. Honestly, I think about it too. And I think what the main thing is, is like losing my mind would be the like losing losing the fact that cohesive see like cohesiveness of what i'm thinking and feeling like 50 in my mind but my body is 80 years old and just yeah. can't keep up with that i don't want to i feel like i would be trapped mind. yes or if you lose your mind and like have like alzheimer's or dementia or something yeah and have like something really detrimental to your i did you see something about like uh really good alzheimer's um, research and stuff yeah like a really good drug that's like supposedly like the end of alzheimer's or something like that Ooh. today on the internet so hopefully that's true but i also saw that zendaya and tom holland got engaged but that is also on the internet it may not be true either. i said that because i saw that and i was like if this is real i'm gonna throw screaming up. crying throwing up yelling pissing like let's hope <laughs> literally. it's true those were my two celebrity crushes. I love them together so no, much. No, like I love Zendaya. I would, I would marry the shit out of both of them. Same. Worst things, but yes, I'm trying to be PG for <laughs> once. Yeah, for once. <laughs> In that regard, like no, go like all for it because <laughs> the things I want to do to her and to him, un- un- unholy, unholy and unearthly. So. Uh, but them together, just know, a so fucking power couple. And, of course, they fucking get engaged, like, right around the holidays. Because, like, this is the season to be engaged. People get engaged. Do you want a long engagement? I would, like, no more than, like, a year and a half. Mm, I want, like, a two-year engagement. 
unless there's something like going on. Because I want to enjoy it on. for a while, and then after that, I'm be like, okay, now I can plan. I guess, but also at the same time, I'm like, I w- want to get married because like, we're already, we're already gonna be there. So like, why just? Well, wait. right. Also, I'm like, okay, you're gonna marry me, so like, why rush? We're gonna but plan then, like, it. And make I it I want to be like, yeah, I've been married for like twenty seven years instead of twenty five years because like those two years are like a big deal to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, also though, I love the ending where he's like going to propose and it's an empty velvet box because she, she wants to pick a ring. Uh, I can't relate to that sentiment, but I appreciate how happy he is to just like be involved. Basically. I'm happy that he was like accepting of like, of that. Yeah. That, you know, that's such a big deal. Like mm-hmm. to not have a ring or whatever. Like, I don't know. And I thought it was so cute that oh, he I still wanted to propose even though like he didn't have one and right and i was like oh my god and that she had her answer like already like she knew it was gonna happen kind of or whatever i don't know i just thought it was such a great book and all the ways this is the type a person that like i can be friends with because yes she's like she's i did love her obsession with checklists because i write myself checklists like five times a day Mm mm-hmm and I like how everything, she's like, I just do fucking love a good checklist. And or like, like her, yes! pe- her pens and her contracts and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I like this. Ugh. Okay. Should we do our reviews that we found? Yes. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Because all mine are small. Yeah. Mine are a little longer. Yeah. Mine are. Um, Should I do good or bad first? Funny. Uh, we did good first. So do bad. Okay. Or we did good first last time. So let's do bad this time. Okay, bad first. I didn't like this sad face, but I have reasons, so let's discuss. One, Nora. God, I so desperately wanted to love her. She's kind of stony and bitchy, and so am I. Ergo, a match made in heaven. Not so much. The stony exterior was great, but the immature center was irritating. I could understand her motives in wanting to keep her sister happy, but her inability to solve problems and ask straightforward questions and allow her sister autonomy, big oof. Which I kind of, like, I can definitely see, mm-hmm. but not enough to, like, make me dislike the book. Yes. Like, I just see it as, like, she grows towards the end. Right. Because you need character development. Yeah. She can't be perfect right away. You can't be stagnant the entire time. And you're like, what do you learn? She learns exactly. nothing. <laughs> uh, two, Libby. Her character was never fleshed out enough to even be a little interesting. False. She has two outbursts throughout the story, and each time I thought they'd be breakthroughs and making her have some something to really say but no she had a different perspective on her upbringing than her sister which was interesting enough but her life wasn't interesting enough to have motivation she has babies that's all i gathered Mm, i don't know i think you're simplifying her i think so too yeah because i feel like she i feel like uh emily henry did a really good job of making her just a supporting character like you didn't need to know everything about her right she wasn't the main character right she was just there to be like she was the sister she had her own life and like the big deal between her and nora was the fact that she nora wanted to know every single thing about her life mm-hmm. and libby wanted some privacy away from that like yeah not, she's like i want to live my own life you don't have like, to literally about she me. wanted to be nora and know everything yes yeah and she wanted her to be a more fleshed out character but she's not a main character so she didn't need right. to be fully fleshed out and that's the whole point of supporting characters is they're exactly. supposed to highlight the main character. Exactly. So. Okay, number three, Charlie McBland Bland. <laughs> Fuck you, freaking Chan. <laughs> that's her Bland. name. Uh, Charlie McBland Bland. He definitely feels feels more like Gus than Alex, which I guess makes sense given the similarities between Beach Read and Book Lovers. Must oh, be the mean. same. Yeah. Must be the love interest. In but beyond a decent sense of humor and, and some tragic backstory, I again did not find him interesting. I could feel Emily Henry attempting to make him a perfect match for Nora with the older sibling. Never picked by a girl shtick, but the sexual tension fizzled after the first encounter. Boo. This person, no, I don't believe in anything you're saying anymore. Four, setting was not my favorite. I've heard people say it's shit's creaky. Oh, that's funny as fuck. But there aren't enough charming characters to make that a thing. Shit's Creek doesn't have charming characters. They have grotesque characters that you come to love for being fucking grotesque. What the fuck? I don't think you got the point of Shit's Creek, babe. <laughs> I suppose I can admit that there was some growth on the part of Nora 
She chases her dreams, lets a man into her life, and finally lets her grown-ass sister be a grown-ass adult. True. But that's kind of it. But that's all that it was supposed to be. That's yeah. plenty of things for one fucking book. The thing is, is like you're asking for like sometimes you just have to take a book for what it is. Like you it can't. It doesn't have to be it a doesn't full have, life story. Like no, it doesn't have to be a fantasy things. where there's a whole fucking magic system and new government and like twelve different characters every page. Okay, like, like Nora had issues, but not enough that she had to like totally change her person. That it would be right. Like, I don't know. And not every. I don't feel like every story or like every character's trauma has to be like they like went through the most god-awful horrific thing you know what i yeah. mean because every there like there's so many different types of trauma you don't have to be like so like on the one side of the spectrum mm-hmm. of extreme well and these characters like we said felt realistic felt normal yes and that's the nice thing and about like this her, freaking and book. how <laughs> right and how like nora had panic attacks and like didn't realize she was having panic attacks whenever she was going to sleep and like mm-hmm. her crazy ex-boyfriends where they would just say that like she's heartless and fucking like doesn't feel yeah. anything like that's i feel like just very honest and true and how some people like yeah if you work and you're just a boss ass bitch especially if you're a woman and just really Mm -hmm. care about your career you are pegged as those things yeah so and then she says feels me to do it but it's a two-star read for me at least beach read had a jaw-dropping moment Ooh. but i'm sorry chan i do not agree with your review so i'm deleting this off my phone right now Okay. doesn't even deserve space. I have one really long one and then two small ones. Okay. My good one is long, so I'll go after yours. Okay. And then I have really small good ones, so okay. uh, I don't have anything big. Um, this one was a one-star review by Riley. It says, did not finish. So I don't know why I really dislike this book. Maybe because I reread my favorite Motesha Moshfag, Otessa Moshfag. Read my... F- Reread my favorite Otessa Moshfag, insufferable heroine novel before. Maybe because I'm a younger sister and not an obsessive older one, like the female heroine. Heroine? Hero- heroine? Heroine. Why am I saying heroine? I'm telling you, I'm having like a stroke. And you made fun of me for <laughs> pronouncing his last name wrong. I know. I'm telling you. I think there's something <laughs> going on. Am I? Is like, am I drooling? What's going on? <laughs> like a heroine. Heroine. Maybe because Charlie is the name of my sister's scrubby ex, or maybe it was just... <laughs> Vibes. <laughs> or maybe it was just boring, and the character struggles and reason to not be together was just too fucking easy and simple to fix. I couldn't get myself to like any of the characters. Too easy to fix? I don't know. Charlie seemed as dry as a saltine and was like a dog. Way too easy. The enemies to lovers trope lasted two pages. Libby's secret dragged out for way too long, and Nora was just bland. I love Emily Henry's other books so much, but I cannot get myself to finish the last fourth of this incredibly long rom-com book. This almost seemed it like long. it was trying to trying too hard. It says, edit. There was way too many texted conversations in this, bu- in this book. I don't want to read dialogue between two lovers in an SMS message format. And fair. Oh, I kind of like that. I was like, fair. Some people don't like it. Some people do. Yeah. So, totally get it. Um, my other ones were by Delaney. It says, number, it gave her one star. It says, the real romance was between Nora and her Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And then the last one, it's like, number, it gave her one star. Ironically, this book will make you no longer a book lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh- <laughs> Look, no one can accuse us of being uptight because we think reviews are funny if they're funny, even if it's a bad one. So Okay. Okay, so my next uh we're gonna do the good ones and I'll do my good ones too because I they're all small. They're just do your good ones because mine's like eh. Okay. So this one I had, it was this Allie rated at five stars. This is Emily Henry's writing is a gift to the entire Virgo supercluster syntax tweet. And I was like, that I really felt because I am a Virgo and sometimes I really like really get into my Virgoness. And this touched all the right points. And then I think Colleen Hoover rated this. And um and she said, I wish I wrote this. I wish I wrote this book first, but I'm not that good. I love that. And I believe it's her because it has seventy nine or 7,914 likes. So the other one I have, it says, Me at Book Lovers, you're everything and I'm in love with you. (laughs) 
And then five stars by Lindsay would get hit by a bus for Emily Henry. <laughs> and then the other five stars, tears were rolling down my cheeks because Charlie Lastra isn't real. Yes. Uh, I love Charlie. So fuck off anyone who said that Charlie wasn't interesting. So I, those are all my favorite ones. And then I just took others, like small little snippets of other ones. And just pe- people were saying, Book Lovers has literally changed my life forever. I'm tapping this with tears streaming down my face. I adore Emily Henry. Uh, Emily Henry's romances. I have given them all five stars, and honestly, I'm just obsessed with them. And um, what else? I'm already convinced Emily Henry personally writes to me in her books, and this book just proved it. Aww. <laughs> um, I wish I was capable of a teaspoon of the banter, humor, and snark that comes out of Charlie and Nora's mouths. They are seriously a match made in heaven. They are really good. Their banter. I know. It's just awesome. Well, and then some, I can't look at this. It's, Lindsay's review would get hit by a bus for Emily uh, Emily Henry. And then on the bottom, it says, great review, Lindsay. I loved your review. I, too, would get hit by a bus for <laughs> <laughs> Emily Henry. That's funny. I, too, would get hit by a bus. <laughs> this one. Okay. Oh, my God. I, I'm so sad I didn't realize that this was, like, the comments below it says the review by Diba, whose tears are rolling down my cheeks because Charlie Lasher isn't real. Somebody said, realest review ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Stop. It's That was so good. Those reviews are so real. I love when people are funny in their reviews. I know. That's why I can't write them because I feel like I, uh, I don't, I don't know. But I could be funny if I like, wanted to actually You have to be so it. deadpan to be funny, like in writing. Sometimes. But I th- feel like that is just, like, a stickler for me. Like, mm. I like anytime anybody is deadpan in writing, it sets me off because I love it so much. I just get yeah. it because it just tickles my brain. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. But anyways, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to say? Mona's close, like, slowly inching her way onto the adapter. I know. Um, No, other than I just really love this book and I can't wait to read Emily Henry's other books now. You're I know. have to add them in. I know. Um, so <coughs> can you believe tomorrow is the December. first of December? It is the last month of the year. I know. And it's Christmas crazy. is 25 days away. That's gnarly, man. It is. It's insane. Um, so next week starts obviously, or not next week. Yeah. Well, I mean, next week, sort of next week. I don't know. Tomorrow <laughs> starts December and our next read. Little Women. Is Little Women. So, which is a Christmas book. It starts it, it starts and ends with Christmas. Oh, nice. And it's our first that. classic we're going to be reading. I've never read this. It's the first classic we'll be reading on the pod. I've never read Little Women, so. Neither have I. I've never seen it either. Neither have I. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Let's try to finish it early so that way we can uh, maybe watch it and then we'll maybe do a review Ooh. of it um, and maybe post it as a bonus special episode sometime in December that we're not going to tell you. Ooh. So you'll just have to special, special. You'll just have to, you know, put your notifications on or look at our Instagram or follow us on all of our platforms or, you know, something like that. I don't know. Maybe. We've got <laughs> lots of fun stuff coming. So. We do. We actually have um some announcements and stuff that we're gonna do for the new year. And we also wanna talk about like our goals for the next year. Yes. I think we're gonna make that a separate episode. And um who knows, maybe Maybe this production will get better. We can only hope. hope. And uh, maybe you might see us on a screen near you. Maybe. But we'll see. Hint, 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 hint. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we love you guys. We love you. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.